twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. I think it's like natural and healthy for people in a relationship to have different interests. Yeah, I agree. And, but there's some people that they're so codependent they can't do anything without the other, which is not healthy. Yeah, but when we say different interests, I don't mean like, you know, she likes whips and chains and she likes, you know. Dicks. Oh, wow, that's different. Okay, yeah, sure, dicks. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's it's, it's different than that. But like, you know, I have my stuff, the, the things that I like, and Virginia has a passion. And I've known from the get-go when I first started seeing you that you were into cycling and you got into it because of the California AIDS ride. And then it also became the AIDS life cycle. Right. And I I got too old to play racquetball anymore. Actually, I didn't get too old to play racquetball. What happened was no one was playing racquetball anymore. And so I could never find anyone to play with. So I needed another sport to, you know, keep my stress levels low. But so, I mean, and the other thing is, I think I, you know, I, I've never tried to change you. I've never bitched at you for cycling. You know, I, you know, if I need to spend time with you, I can say, you know what? You know, I'd like to see you, I'd like to spend time with you. And you'd make, make it a priority, but I've never given you shit about cycling. I think you have tried to change me. You told me that my underwear was ugly and you well, made they, me those get were new ugly. ones. Yeah. Th- that's underwear, but I'm talk- talking about who the person is in their core, not just ugly panties that you need to get new ones. I feel like my panties were me, an expression of me, and you, you didn't like that expression. Anyways, so I've never really known Virginia's cycling friends, but a while ago she started, you know, I knew some of them, but not a lot, but she started creating rides from the house so you'll see you know 12 cyclists 15 cyclists two cyclists whatever it is and I've met these different individuals and I learned you know I'm, I, I've learned to be able to identify them because when they first had their helmets on they all looked alike they, Wait, they really did you know the funny thing about it was it wasn't me being a nice person you know having rides start from our house it was me being a lazy person Hey, if you're if you're the one that's uh, organizing it, why not start wherever you want it to start at? Yeah, because then I could get like thirty minutes more sleep in the morning because I wouldn't have to travel somewhere, pack up my bike, travel somewhere else to start the ride. Yeah, I just figured people come to my house, let them travel. And what was also nice is that you know I would go out and they'd use sometimes they'd use our restroom because they got to go pee because they've traveled the time period that you're not traveling. That's right. So you know I got to see them. The dogs get to know them. And if the dogs are like getting all freaky with somebody, then I'm like that person's no good. If the dogs get along with you. You're a good person. And so our dogs are pretty mellow in general. Yeah. So other, if that person tries to use our bathroom again, Roxanne says, oh, you know what? It got stuffed up. Sorry. We're waiting for the plumber today. Yeah. The last person clogged it. Right. Actually, I had to say, you know, don't send the invite to him. But anyway, so she's she's done this sort of thing. And, you know, we had the friend that got into a, a bicycling accident. We helped him out. And I got to see more of your cycling buddies and so forth. So I like them. Yeah. And I like you too. Because you know what? You're a really nice hostess. Because this is a funny thing that you do. It's really cute. When, you know, around the time of the, the ride, you always tell me the night before, you're like, what time are your friends showing up? And of course, it's always the same time. So that question annoys the shit out of me. But I, I'm polite about it. And I always tell you. <laughs> you're not always polite. And so, but when they do show up, you know, you get dressed, even if you haven't showered or anything. In fact, sometimes you even get up so early that you can go out to Western Bagel, get yourself a bagel and come back so that you're there in time to greet them. And then you're like the hostess of the ride. So I'm getting things together. Actually, I'm the entertainer. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumping up tires. I'm, I'm doing all, jokes. I'm doing all kinds of things. You're walking around introducing yourself to people. You're explaining pe- where people should be parking. The reason why is because, you know, one time, you know, they had, okay, this is where I, I it was a great idea because I didn't know the cyclist and you weren't riding from our house. But anyway, so we had, you know, there's two houses on the, the street that we're on. And there's side streets because we're, we're a corner house. And there's a corner house you know, across the street from us. And it's just basic, well, actually four houses. So it's only four people. And we had people from, there's apartments farther away. And it was so packed on those streets. They started parking where we're at. We had people, you know, 
businesses would bring their cars and park where we're at and we couldn't we couldn't unload groceries if we wanted to do it i mean we have garages but sometimes you want to just go in through the gate that's closer if you're carrying something and i got pissed off said fuck this so i ended up with the other ladies and the other guy because there's one guy and you know we ended up having you know you you need a parking permit to park there and so to our parking but it basically detours these people from leaving their cars there and and that's it and because of that it worked really well We've had our friends, you know, for a while now, park in front of our house. It's no big deal. And one time, one of the guys got a parking ticket. I know, you know, I felt so bad. But we were here for five years and people would park on the street. There were some people parked for days. We would do rides from the house, nothing. Nobody would come around, no tickets, nothing. So we figured, oh, you know, it's it's acceptable to just park for a few hours and, you know, everybody go on a bike ride, come back, no big deal. One day, one person, one person gets a ticket. It's the first time the parking enforcement comes around in like, what, five years or something like that? On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Ridiculous. I mean, isn't it supposed to be the Lord's Day? Yeah, Should they well, be like at church not giving our friends parking tickets? Maybe they were raising money for uh, the Lord. Who knows? Yeah. But so we had one friend that would that, that got a ticket. So now I need to make sure that none of your friends park there because we have parking passes, but it's like, you know, I buy it, you know, they're good for like three months and that's it for one pass. And I want to say it's like maybe $30 for three months. Can we get another one? You can. So then you're going to spend $60. Oh, now, I you can see. get $60. We're okay. But now what I do is whoever shows up the earliest, if they get there first, then I give them the temporary parking pass. Right. And and that's the way it's set up. And unless, you know, someone is at the airport and they're leaving their car at our house, then they get that pass. But we have people and I, I have people move to different areas and I, and I try to give them a heads up because I don't want them to get tickets. I know. You're like a, a hostess. You're out there in the street directing people. It's really cute. And I, and I try. I try to be kind and friendly. And then uh, this last Saturday, you went on a bike ride and you had a bunch of people. And the other, well, I have to say one thing that's really good with your cycling is there's a lot of gay men. Yes. And all my friends prior to Virginia were lesbians. And yeah. the days that they're not lesbians, they're lesbians. Right. Or they're thinking about becoming a lesbian. They were lesbians on their day off. Right. And so that's kind of how it was set up. So, you know, so now that I'm getting to meet, you know, tons of the gay men, which I enjoy. And so that's really cool. And, and, I, and I like that a lot. And there's lots of lesbians that show up too. Oh no, there totally is. But you know, sometimes you know, it's not like San Francisco where it's a, you shuffle a deck and you got the lesbians and the gays, the bi's, whatever, the trans. You know, LA is kind of separated. Yeah. Well, this is a nice mixed group of men and women. I like that, and it provides a nice balance. It is. And what's also cool is it's a gay cycling club, right? Which I like as well. And we allow a few straight people to ride with us. We don't oh. mind. And and you guys, you guys aren't judgmental. You love everybody on, on this. If you want to go cycling, let's go. Who doesn't want to look at hot hot people in spandex? Well, some people, you know, maybe. Well, you know, know. spandex is a privilege, not a right. I have to do keep that in mind. Yeah. But anyway, so you went on a ride. It was on Saturday. Yep. And then where did you go? We were going up to Glendale. We do our favorite ride. We ride up around Griffith Park, and then we go up to Glendale, and then we climb up to Montrose, and we have a great time. We go different ways. Sometimes we go up Chevy Chase. Sometimes we go up Verdugo. Sometimes we go up Latuna Canyon. We go all kinds of places. Now, what? how many miles is this? Uh, maybe 35. And I think what's also cool with your cycling friends is that if you got the really fast people, they can ride in the front. Mm-hmm. You have medium people ride in the middle and then the you know, slow people in the back. But what's really good with your cycling club is that, you know, 
they don't just say, hey, you're not going fast enough, fuck off, and you're left alone, and you're like, well, how do I get from point A to point B? It, it, it has a lot of manners, and you care about the people that are in your cycling club. Yeah, I try and, you know, circle back. Well, everyone's got a route slip, first of all, so they know exactly where they make their turns and what the miles are when they should make their turns. And then, you know, I kind of circle around, make sure everybody in the back is, you know, is getting where they need to be, make sure no one's having any mechanical problems. Yeah, so, you know, everybody, everybody takes care of each other on the road. But me as the ride leader, I make sure everybody makes it up the hill or gets to where they need to be. And I also thought what was really cute is if you faithfully, before you go on the ride, you know, you talk about, okay, and you kind of like pull out the map and, and you're like, and you're like, well, we're going up here and you got to, you know, it, you know, you need to make sure you veer left because the sign's hidden and you talk about what to expect yeah. and people have an idea what's going sure. on within the areas that you're riding. So some people that can get visuals, they get it and, they, and it probably makes it a lot easier for them. And I mean, it's, it's very, you know, well done, but you explain, you know, in detail, not like crazy detail, but you know, just I maybe not detail, an overview of what yeah, to expect. I try and give an overview. Yeah, some people pay attention, some people are chit chatting, other people are staring at the person next to them's ass. You know, it depends. But I figure, well, I'm or just gonna, yeah, or I'm breast. just gonna t- right, or I'm just gonna talk, and you know, whoever's gonna listen is gonna listen. Yeah. So you went on a ride, and then I think was there like twelve people or fifteen people? Yeah, there's probably about twelve or thirteen people that went on the ride. It seemed like a lot. Yeah, and we got split up pretty early because somehow the ladies all took off and then the guys, someone had a flat tire and then someone else got a flat tire. So, you know, I was getting communications from those guys and, you know, telling me, okay, this person got a flat, we're okay, keep going. You know, so I'd stop and answer my phone. But what was happening was then I got a little separated from the rest of the ladies because I was pulling over to answer my phone. So you don't drive and ride. Right. And well, you don't text and exactly, ride. Exactly, right. So I, I safely pull over, answer the phone, text someone back, tell them where we're at, tell them it's okay, no problem. So I was like, actually got separated from the group and was riding by myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like trying to catch up to them and we're going through Glendale and I'm, you know, going up a hill and huffing and puffing and coming around a corner. All of a sudden, this motorcycle cop pulls up next to me. He's, <laughs> this is the funniest thing. I'm on my bicycle. He's got his flashers on. And he like, you know, he like does the little whoop with the, with the siren. Yeah. And and tells me to pull over. I'm on a bike. Hello. (laughs) But I mean, even that it's like, just so people know, it's like, if you have somebody that's a motor officer, at least in Los Angeles or in, you know, LA, I'm assuming Glendale as well too. It's, they do traffic enforcement. So what they do is that they deal with people that are speeding. They deal with accidents and stuff like that. And so that's all they do. They, They do the you know, if it's like in Los Angeles, if there's like a really horrific accident, you know, they have, you know, people that have studied and they bring over like the, the supervisors and stuff that come over with this squid, skid stuff. So they figure out what's going on, fatality. So they deal with just accidents. So people are violating, even though it's a pain in the ass to get a ticket, but they're the ones, it's not just like every now and then I see an accident. They're the ones that see an accident all the time. So right. they are more intense. And for you to get out of a, a ticket, with some of that is in traffic, it, it's pretty impressive. I only once was able to get out of a ticket and it was a motor officer from traffic. I don't know how I did it. You blew him? No, I didn't, I don't blow. But you know, I talked to him and I wasn't going, fuck you and I, no attitude because you know, and what was wrong? Cause sometimes you don't always know. Right. Sometimes you do know. Oh, well, I knew. Right, so then, so he, it's a he or a she? It's a he. Okay, Yeah. so you boop and then you pull over. Yeah. He pulled and thank God over. your friends weren't there because they'd be laughing at you, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's right after he blew the horn. He's like he's like looking at me. He's like, "Hi, how you doing? Can you pull over?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I put on the brakes and stopped. He gets. It, he gets one off. thing is that Virginia, she has. It's not like regular shoes. It clips in, so it locks into her pedals. Cycling so she has shoes. To, you know, yeah. well, not everybody has With cycling cleats, shoes, baby. Yeah. I have sneakers when I ride. 
Mm-hmm. So I just like, okay, so I just boom right then. But so she's got something that's slippery too. Because I mean, you could slip on this part that clips in. Yeah, but I know how to get off. You know, I know how to unclip and get off the bicycle. No, I'm just saying on the ground. Yeah. Well, I know how to get on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, we do that. Anyway, so the guy pulls me over. He says he's pulling me over because I, I, I've blown through three stop signs on my bicycle. <gasps> you didn't say three to me. You went through three? Well, I, I think he's full of shit, but that's what he said because this was his thing. He's like, well, you went through three stop signs. Not not red lights, nothing. Stop signs. And he said, uh, he said but I'm only going to give you a ticket for one. Did you pass through three stop signs? I, like quickly? I slow down. When I come to stop signs, I slow down and I make sure there's no traffic. So, I, you know, I... So you slow down, but you don't stop. I If there's traffic at all, if I see any car in any of the four corners or any car coming up to any one of the four corners, I will absolutely stop and put my foot down. But once again, you didn't stop. Well, you, no, you're I saying slowed that down. You, I slow down and I look. Yeah, I slowed down and I looked. That's still unsafe because if... If you get into an accident on a bike, you know, and if a car is going fast because maybe I'm running late to something, I punch the gas and I hit a cyclist and the next thing you know, I got a cracked windshield and then yeah. I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. So now and I'm I have like, to kick the cyclist. Now I'm having to listen to this guy and I was like, everything I can do to hold my tongue. And this is what he starts telling me. He's like, yeah, well, we have, we've been getting complaints from the residents that cyclists are, you know, being, you know, unsafe up here. So going through stop signs, going through red lights. And I never go through a red light. And so he said, we have eight units out here today in Glendale, specifically targeting cyclists and giving them tickets. Tickets. Real, real live tickets. This ticket is like $200. I think it's a little over $200 that I have to pay for this ticket now on a bicycle. But if you see, I was taught that if I get a ticket, I mean, it's very simple stuff. Mind you, my dad is a retired police officer, but you know, if I get pulled over, let's say I'm on the highway patrol, you know, sorry, on the freeway, and let's say the speed limit you know, was 55, but I'm doing 56. I really have nothing to bitch about. You know, it's very simple. Did you know the speed limit? Yes. Did you know that you're supposed to stop at a stop sign? Yes. Do you know you're supposed to stop at a red light? Yes. Accidents happen. I, I, and, I, and, you know, sometimes people make a mistake and you don't do it properly and this sort of thing. And I get that. But, you know, it happens. And, and I'm just grateful that I didn't get a phone call saying that, you know, Virginia's in the hospital because she got hit by a car. Well, I ride very safely, so I mean... Yeah, but you're, you're not stopping 100%, because if you stopped 100%, you would have seen the, the police officers, and you go, oh, I gotta fucking stop, really. He was sneaking up behind me. Sneaking up, because motorcycles are very quiet. He was quiet. I didn't even hear him pull... I hardly, I didn't really even hear him pull up until he was right next to me. Well, then you're, you you might think you're aware, because... Well, no, after, he had a very quiet Ron, bike. He had, like, a little scooter. He didn't have a real big motorcycle. It wasn't a motorcycle? He had, like, a little scooter thing. Like a Vespa? I don't know. He had some, it wasn't more than a Vespa, but it was a very quiet little scooter thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but I mean, here. I, I, I actually, I mean, I, I, I feel bad you have to spend $200. However, I'm glad that you got the ticket so you might be more aware because I don't, I don't want to get a phone call saying that you got hit by a car. Well, here's the thing. They did this exactly one year ago on this very same weekend. Some friends of mine also got tickets for the same thing on the same street. Not in the same area of the same street, but on that same street. So I think they do this once a year. Well, then, you know, once again, it's, it's you know, it's it's dangerous. If, if, if you're not the only one, they wouldn't put eight um, motorcycle officers on that one street unless people were really not doing it. And they, I bet they made a lot of money doing that. They made tons of money. They're going to keep the lights on in Glendale for another year now. Last year, they, they pulled over six of my friends at the same time. That's like, 
you know, that's like, what, $1,200 for the city of Glendale, more than that, almost $1,400 for the city of Glendale just to keep the lights on. But then even then, it's like if you had six friends in Glendale get a ticket, you'd think on that street, you'd be like really paranoid. And even after Ron got into an accident and he wasn't hit by a car or anything like that, and he got hit by another cyclist, I mean, that's what made me get really nervous when it comes to you cycling. I appreciate you cycling. I think you should cycle because it it takes the stress off unless you get a $200 ticket. Um, But I I know that, but I want to make sure you're around. If you still feel like not paying attention and to, to the rules of the road and you want to ride in Glendale, I've got a suggestion for you. What? I don't, yeah, you, we're going to, we're going to circumvent Glendale from now no, on. No, no, I've got an answer here. You get blank jerseys, okay? So you get like white jerseys. Then you go down to downtown LA and you have it silk screened and it says something like, I support Glendale Police Department or on the back because they have the different logos or thank God for the police department keeping us safe or... The police, you know, I support the police Olympics or something like that. Something pro-police. So when they pull you over, they say, hey, you know, ma'am, you got to be careful because you can get hit and, and we want to make sure you're safe. You wouldn't get a ticket. I don't think they think that. I think that what they're going to say is, well, you know, I'm glad to see you're wearing that shirt because now I'm going to give you a $200 and something fine for blowing through that stop sign so that you can help continue to help support the city of Glendale for another year. Thank you for your contribution. You're so wrong. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.